0: Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association Urban Missionary Training Center. Today we'll be talking about fruit number two. We have looked at fruit number one and now we're looking at fruit number two in our series of five videos on how to judge spiritual movements. This fruit, number two, is what I see in Scripture. True spiritual movements of God preach repentance from sin and saving faith in Jesus Christ. If you look at spiritual movements around the world and even here in the United States, this is one element that is missing. There are many spiritual movements that have a lot of phenomenon, but they miss many times the preaching of repentance from sin and placing saving faith in Jesus Christ. There's a difference between Old Testament repentance and New Testament repentance. Old Testament repentance is exemplified in Ezekiel chapter 18. But if the wicked person turns from all of his sins which he has committed and keeps all my statutes and practices justice and righteousness, he shall certainly live and he shall not die. All of his offenses which he has committed will not be remembered against him because of his righteousness which he has practiced, he will live. Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord, rather than that he would turn from his ways and live. Old Testament repentance was stop doing what you're doing and start doing what's right. Scripture teaches us that there is a difference between Old Testament repentance and New Testament repentance. Old Testament repentance... Turn from your wicked ways. New Testament repentance is a transformative change of heart. That's a big difference between the two. Jesus gave us an example of what the two look like. You have heard that the ancients were told, you shall not murder, and whoever commits murder shall be answerable to the court. So that's the Old Testament repentance, don't do this, do not murder. But Jesus is saying, but I tell you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be answerable to the court. And whoever says to his brother, you are good for nothing, shall be answerable to the Supreme Court. And whoever says you fool shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Jesus is saying that grace under the new covenant demands more. It demands more than the Old Testament repentance. New Testament repentance is not just stop what you're doing, but it's a change of heart. Do not be angry. That's an internal change of the heart that Jesus is talking about. John the Baptist, as he preached, he said, "...produce fruits that are consistent with repentance." Jesus in Luke 24, in His commission to the church, said this, Then He opened their minds to understand the Scriptures, and He said to them, So it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in His name, to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. Jesus is saying that repentance from sin is to be proclaimed if anybody is to be forgiven of their sins. This repentance, this change of heart, this internal change, God would take out the stony heart of a man or a woman or a child and put in a fleshly heart. This is the change that Jesus is talking about. Acts chapter 2, Peter said to them, Repent, each of you, and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. F.F. F. Bruce says of this passage, Repentance was plainly called for, a complete change of heart, a spiritual about-face. That's what it is called for in New Testament repentance is the transformative change of a person's heart. The call to repentance has been sounded by John and Jesus in the years preceding the crucifixion, and it remained an essential element in the proclamation of the apostolic message. So F.F. F. Bruce says, this repentance of sin, this forgiveness of sins, is followed by baptism and the gift of the Holy Spirit. But what's the gift of the Holy Spirit? F. F. Bruce says correctly, that the gift of the Spirit is the Spirit Himself, bestowed by the exalted Lord under the Father's authority. The gift of the Spirit is the Spirit Himself, the indwelling of the Spirit in the life of a believer. Acts chapter 10, as Peter was with Cornelius and he ordered us to preach, Peter talking about Jesus, and he ordered us to preach to the people and to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify of him, that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. Second Corinthians, Paul says this, I now rejoice not that you were made sorrowful, but that you were made sorrowful to the point of repentance. For you were made sorrowful according to the will of God, so that you might not suffer loss in anything through us. For the sorrow that is according to the will of God produces repentance without regret, leading to salvation, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Paul is telling the Corinthians, that repentance from God produces salvation. This repentance of the forgiveness of sin produces salvation. Acts chapter 3, "...but the things which God announced beforehand by the mouth of all prophets, that His Christ would suffer, He has thus fulfilled. Therefore repent and return, so that your sins may be wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of God." Many times in spiritual movements, if you study them closely, you will find that there is no preaching for the repentance of sin and placing faith in Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 17, so having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now proclaiming to mankind that all people everywhere are to repent. Why should they repent? Because God has set a day in which He will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all people by raising him from the dead." Paul is saying that every man, woman, and child, every person should repent because God has set a day in which He is going to judge the world in righteousness, and He is going to use the standard, which is one person that He raised from the dead, That is, Jesus Christ. The proof that this day is coming, Paul says, is because God raised someone from the dead. And that someone we know is Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 19, then Paul said, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on Him who is to come after Him, that is, Christ. The repentance from sin... The preaching for repentance from sin and the placing faith in Jesus Christ is a central theme throughout the New Testament. It is a a central theme with regard to true spiritual movements. In Acts chapter 20, Paul spoke to the elders of the Ephesus church. He said, "...solemnly testified to both Jews and Greeks of repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ." This is a key verse of the message of the early church of true spiritual movements is repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 26, Paul is speaking to King Agrippa to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. Paul goes on in that same chapter of the book of Acts, and he says to, So King Agrippa, I did not prove disobedient to the heavenly vision, but kept declaring both to those of Damascus first and also at Jerusalem and then through all the region of Judea and even to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God. There's that central message again performing deeds appropriate to repentance. For this reason, some Jews seized me in the temple and tried to put me to death. So having obtained help from God, I stand to this day testifying both to small and great, stating nothing but what the prophets and Moses said was going to take place, that the Christ was to suffer and that by reason of His resurrection from the dead, He would be the first to proclaim light both to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. Once again, this repentance of sin and placing faith in Christ is a central theme. 2 Peter says, the Lord is not slow about His promises, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. And then once again, 1 John says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We need to test the spirits, through the fruit of preaching of repentance from sin and placing faith in Jesus Christ. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary of 9-11. If you remember, during 9-11, a couple of months after that, or immediately following 9-11, there were lots of churches filled with people. But several months later, the the crowds began to dwindle and people didn't come back to church. And why is that? There was such movement toward God in the beginning, but then a couple of months later, everything went back to normal. The reason is because there was no preaching of repentance of sin and placing saving faith in Jesus Christ. It was a time when our nation could have repented of her sin, but our nation did not. We as a people did not repent for our sins against God. There was no repentance, so there was no change of heart. It was an Old Testament type of repentance for a period of time where we stopped doing what we might have been doing. But New Testament repentance calls for us to change, not our heart, but to allow God to change our heart, to place faith in Jesus Christ. That is our second fruit that we're looking at in this series, the preaching of repentance from sin and placing saving faith in Jesus Christ. Compare this fruit with various spiritual movements that you have seen or heard about. Take any of them and compare this fruit to it, and you'll be amazed at what you'll find. Our central verse for this fruit is Acts chapter 20. Paul solemnly testified to both Jews and Greeks of repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ spiritual movements of God have this second fruit thank you for joining us for the second fruit i look forward to connecting with you as we move forward in this series in fruit number three